You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far, he'll change your oil or fix your flat. And he'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al! It's another week that's gone. It is. It's been a great one, though, and the weather's finally turning around. I think, well, yeah. I, I'd like to say it would stop raining, but I don't think it has. You know, you're driving down the road, you see water all over the place, and it isn't just from the rain. Really? It's now my car has a rooster tail. <laughs> well, the reality is a lot of guys are emptying their pools uh-huh. and getting stuff ready for spring. So well, maybe it is spring. Well, when it comes to being underwater, you're, you're a pro there. Well, underwater is a couple oh, of terms. Good one. <laughs> no, no, no. If no, you're they, financially they, drift, they drove underwater. his car into a river. That's what I'm talking about. Excuse me. You stop, know, the Kia was under fighting. the water, stop, and they had to come and fighting. rescue okay, you. Okay, the audience wants to talk. Good morning. Stop yeah. fighting. Just organize the show. Don't beat him up yet, Al. We've got plenty of time for that. <laughs> we were this hugging. This is our audience speaking. Uh, good morning, and welcome to... Dave's Corner Garage. Dave's Corner Garage. Okay, today we got excited because we have a winner for the contest. The winner to go to Las Vegas, drive the Ferraris, get the tires, get the rust proofing, and dinner with us. Dinner? I thought it was lunch. Lunch. lunch, well, lunch. Was it, it really started as breakfast, I think. And by the way, you know what? Uh, if we're calling in today, we're going to pick one of the callers, and they're going to go and come and join us here in the studio, and we'll take them for lunch. Cool. I feel in a generous mood. <laughs> You're going to be feeling full. <laughs> Can I borrow your credit card? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the bottom of the hour, we're going to be talking to Mr. Bob Anderson, who is the Vice President of Operations for Mr. Lube. I get my car's oil changed there. I don't even come to you. I go to those guys. <laughs> I, only, I only come to you to get other stuff done. <laughs> well, yeah. I appreciate that. All righty. So uh, if you've got a question about your car, give us a shout. The numbers will be during the break, and uh, you could win a chance to join us for lunch. There you go. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All righty. I always say welcome back, but we don't actually go anywhere. <laughs> we just we sort of organize ourselves. Uh, I got an email from the Linda who called in last week. She had an 07 Nissan. Yes. Uh, had her master cylinder replaced uh, once under recall or what they call is a campaign. Right. And then uh, it failed again. Within a year, I think, too. Yeah, apparently failed again. Uh, so she did go after uh, Nissan again. And, 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 and sorry, just they didn't pay the second time. That's right. She, she had to pay. That's right. Mm-hmm. And now it's happened again. Oh, wow. So... Um, She's basically used up all her, her chances of, of arguing this. She contacted CamVap. She's contacted Nissan. And she does. she's asking the question, where do I go now? Right, because it sounds... The, the unfortunate part is the car is old. 
you know, it's uh, it's almost ten years old, eh? Well, yeah, it is ten years old. Right. So the war- the manufacturer's warranty, as far as they're concerned, is they're they're sort of walking away. Exactly. Yeah. Is there any other way to put pressure on them? Or um, you know, I know Georgini, uh, the Auto- Automobile Protection Association. Mm-hmm. I think it's APA.ca if you want to get on the internet on it. Um, I think maybe they'd like to know about that because if there is a problem with these vehicles, they do what's called platform building. Platform building means they use the same part in everything they make, mm-hmm. right? So if we need a 90-pound a uh, booster for our Nissans, well, we use a 90-pound booster in all the braking systems that we produce. Okay. So I think maybe she could uh, contact a, 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 what would you call it, advocate? Well, you would think, yeah, exactly. And, and you would think because, you know, number one, they've identified it as a problem. Yes. And then they've changed the part, and now it's gone again. So, yes. you know, there's something funny going on. Now, there's a major story going on about General Motors. Uh, it's just sort of a rumor right now, but apparently they're chasing General Motors and Chrysler for diesel and cheating uh, just like Volkswagen. Yeah. Well, actually, Chrysler was charged already. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? So maybe the fact is, is that you can't get a diesel engine to be clean, or maybe the fact that the, uh, the emission standards they're trying to get to are just, you know, unattainable. Well, and the manufacturers are finding out or they thought that there would be a way to cheat and get away with it. Well, I picked up on the story, mm-hmm. and I asked the question, how many manufacturers are actually being investigated? Is that your personal voice talking to yourself? Yeah. Okay. I said, David, I would... how many manufacturers? You know, right after supper, I'm going to go upstairs and just look that up. <laughs> so you keep talking to yourself all day. Okay, so That's it good. turns out there's six manufacturers right now under investigation for this issue. Cheating. Uh, Opal is one of them. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, General Motors, that was a General Motors brand forever. Right. Uh, they sold <laughs> Maybe it. that was one of the reasons they just sold the company. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Anyways, they sold it to Peugeot. Right. And, uh, or PSA Group, which is uh, PSA Group is Peugeot, Peugeot, Citroen, and that sort of stuff. Well, uh, so they sold it to Peugeot. So that was one brand. Daimler, Mercedes-Benz is Daimler. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, there was a filed action against them. And they're 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 saying that they're not doing anything. Mitsubishi was another one. PSA Renault is another one. So there's actually six manufacturers involved in this: Fiat, Chrysler, and GM. So and obviously Volkswagen. So maybe the fact is we'd never see diesels on the road again, except for trucks. Well, I mean, one of the main reasons, of course, that people have used diesel is because the fuel was cheaper and they got better mileage. But they lasted forever. But the downside is, of course, that they're dirty. Yeah, and but the other thing about diesels is everyone I've ever seen is like three hundred thousand kilometers, uh-huh. right? Four hundred thousand kilometers. Well, because the difference is the diesel fuel helps lubricate the motor rather than a gasoline engine. When the gas goes in, it washes the walls down, yep. and so your piston rings and, and things yep. like that wear out much quicker in, good stuff. in the gas. Yeah, yeah. So bottom line is. Uh, uh, this is never going to stop. It looks like the government's found a source of money to make yeah, a budget. Why are they not doing not doing the same thing over in Europe as well? Like with yeah. VW? Well, absolutely, and that because that's where the diesels are the most common. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the other thing is, is that what Volks- is it, David? What's the other thing? Volkswagen is having maybe four hundred thousand cars on their lot because all these cars they bought back from these people are sitting there, mm-hmm. and the government won't let them sell them in North America, so maybe they're going to go to, I don't know, Libya or, or Somalia or someplace where they don't have laws because they got to get rid of this iron, right? In reality, they should actually just destroy it or 
swap them over to gas. Well, exactly. Engines. Just because they're moving the source of the pollutant doesn't, doesn't <laughs> you know. But can you imagine you have like literally four hundred thousand vehicles. It's like you having a, 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 a you know a peeing section in your pool. You know a what? Well, I don't. <laughs> just do it on one side. It won't affect there everybody else. There is no else. letter P in the pool. <laughs> no, you just, all you do is you put with those. Uh, ever use those red dyes you put in the pool? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going on. All of a sudden, people are like, "Why are you staring at me?" <laughs> well, you're holding a drink. So, do you want my drink? Uh, no. Your, okay. Your carburetor is leaking. Just before we go to break, I'll tell you a quick story. Oh no, you never tell in a quick Florida, story. In Florida, in the in the condo where I used to live, where they kick you out. I, we actually moved. Well, I we bought a house. I heard you had a diesel condo, so they kicked you out. So we had, we bought a house. But anyways, so in the meeting, they're complaining about raccoons yeah. running around the condo chasing people. Rocky? And I said to them, you know, I come from Toronto, and we have a serious raccoon problem. I mean, right. the guy's waiting in the driveway for me to go in the house so he can attack my garbage. So I went and I asked, and the guy said, fox urine. You have to get fox yes. urine, and they don't like the smell of urine. <laughs> I don't either. Right. So, and then uh, my son said, well, let the grandkids do their business. <laughs> and we haven't had a problem at all. Like, the, there's no raccoons. And so I told him the story in Florida. So you go by this one condo, and does it stink? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the old guys out there. And <laughs> so that's the truth. If you want to get rid of the raccoons, get your grandkids out there and do their business. Yeah, but doesn't it smell all the time? No, or just it, it actually it disappears, but... They get used to not coming. So I mean, should, they used to come and wash their hands in the pool, you can have go, dinner, and You can go for Halloween next year. Got <laughs> a whole bunch of raccoons going on down the street. <laughs> All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got a car care question. And, yeah, uh, it's a car show, a, right? About a million years of uh, experience here, and uh, we're going to answer those for you right Good. after these breaks. Okay, we're going to go back to the phones in just a second. Uh, the phones are filling up. Mm -hmm. uh, one you, remember, one of you guys that's calling in, Alan's going to take you for lunch right after I the am. show, and you can come down and join us in the green room. And uh, where are we going? Hey, you know the village is just full of stuff down there, right? Exactly. There's lots of bars and stuff. Uh huh. But we're at a one drink limit, <laughs> <laughs> and it better be coffee. <laughs> it's so true. Take him to Brazen Head. Um, Brazen Head's great. I just want to tell you one thing here. I was this crossed my desk the other day. Mm -hmm. It said one out of every six cars driven on American roads, which actually transfers to Canadian roads, mm -hmm. has been. As an unrepaired safety recall, so one out of every six has been has a, re a repair that has to be done is under recall and has not been done. And what well, does that tell you? It tells you a couple of things. One, you can have a recall, but two, nobody wants to go inside and get it done. Well, I, I think people are scared to go in because you know they're afraid that there's going to be a big upsell when they get there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But things like the airbags, which could, which could kill you. Well, no, I know, and then, but, but but you know, it's funny. But people do want it done. Um, but sometimes they don't realize the the importance or you know how bad it could yeah. be. Yeah, audience agrees. You get the yips. And uh, but one of the other issues too, especially with all the airbags, is that they don't have stock yet. Well, people one... have gotten letters, have called the dealers, and uh, they said, "Well, we don't have parts." I had a very good experience with a Honda dealership. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Took them in, no problem. Gave me a, le a loaner car. Wow. Unlike other companies that are sitting around the table, that's not true. He gives me a loaner car when I need it, but they fixed it. Boom, no problem. So if you have a recall out there, get it done. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's always, you know, it has a negativity to a recall also on the fact that they're saying, well, you know, shoddy workmanship or it's product, um, you know, like it's a product design is not good. Yeah. 
right? So people sort of have a negative thing. It's not. It's a product update. That's the reality. Get it done. Yeah, get it done. And especially when you think look, got things like coming out with Nissan, for instance, electric steering, mm-hmm. electric brakes on Mercedes, uh, recalls, say, on self-driving cars. Well, as much as they right? test these things out, you yeah. know, until they get into the real world, hey, you know, things happen. The beauty of this modern era is that they can actually update some of your programming on your car while you're sleeping. They, yes. They updated overnight. Yes, three, yes. Three. Actually, I have a friend with a Tesla, and he said it's great because yep. they actually improved my car. While well, I'm know. sleeping. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. Okay, let's go to phones. All right, we're going to talk to Alexander in Toronto who's got a Chrysler with some kind of issue. Alexander? Hello there. Hey, how's it going? Oh, not too bad at all. Maybe you can help me out. I have a 05 300C Chrysler, mm-hmm. 120,000 kilometers on it. Right. Now, the car keeps cutting back to the uh, mode of 30 kilometers an hour. I've had the, uh, in the States, it done it on me, and they, they replaced the uh, throttle body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got up here, it's starting up again, then they done all the uh, grinds on it. Mm-hmm. And then I got it in again. They've done the oxygen sensors on it. And then they uh, said that the uh, right rear wheel sensor is gone. Yep. So they've done both axle shafts on it and new sensors. Mm-hmm. And come back again. Uh, well, I don't fully understand the problem. You're saying it's shutting off? or it's No, it's... it just goes into the limp mode. You know, mm-hmm. They tell me it's designed that uh, if something... Wrong with it, it'll, it'll cut back to 30 kilometers an hour. Right, and that the whole issue there is that you don't want to do, you know damage the engine or the transmission. Mm. This is why it does go into limp. But when it does, they, they're able to pull codes out. Oh, yeah, yeah they pull codes out. I mean, uh, I had a guy who came on this week, mm-hmm. and he analyzed it and everything else. Car run fine for two days and then right back again. Well, no, but when the guy analyzed it, did he actually do any kind of repair, or he just pulled no, the codes he just, out? He said he tweaked it. Tweaked it. Hmm. You know, uh, one thing C, I used to do... C, when, what coming up all the time is C, 1, 2, 1, C. 1, 2, 1, C. C one, okay, two, one. Well, we can look into that. Yeah. Would that be a, a, they keep coming back to this uh, right rear wheel. Well, if it needs a speed sensor. Says, well, you know, I phoned him back about it. He says, well, I have to come back and check that sensor and all that wheel. I think C is a chassis uh, f- uh, code, isn't it? See, they, the the codes come like P is, is powertrain, and then there's yeah. there's T for transmission. So Alan's just looking it up. But I have a question for you, or, or maybe an answer for you. Um, when we had a problem like you're having, we would give you a car to drive, one of lesser quality so we get it back. <laughs> and number two, we would hook up our, our machine uh, to the computer in the car and put it in what's called snapshot mode. So snapshot mode means that as soon as the light is going to wink on, it takes a picture of every piece of information that's available in that vehicle. Yeah, so, the lightning bolt comes on on the dash. It, does it come on the dash? Yeah. Right. So, so that would trigger the snapshot. All right. So we would know what what the, each one of the sensors is reading, and that will tell us why it's going into limp mode. So I think somebody has to spend a little more quality time with the car. And end up driving it while while you're driving their car, and maybe that's the only way here to fix it. Only way to fix yeah, it. Alan's just looked up the code. You see? Yeah, it? actually, what I'm coming up with is an ABS code, and in fact, it's something to do with the anti-lock brakes. That's, um, what, that's what they keep telling me. 
tell me. And yeah. I, as I say, I had all the axle shafts replaced and the uh, sensors replaced. Well, the other issue could be the actual wiring, eh? Yeah. I mean, and this is where Bad people connector. have to spend time looking at it. Um, this is where we tell people, you know, anybody can buy a scan tool and go out and pull a code, but it doesn't necessarily tell you a whole story. Um, you know, it, 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 it's, it tells you that the computer's not getting the right information, but it may not be the sensor itself. It could be the connection in between. And Especially, this vehicle is an 05. Exactly. And don't forget, I mean, we have our friends from Crown on, and we talk about this all the time. You know, the amount of salt that we use on the road these days yeah. gets in there, and it infiltrates the connectors. And you're only talking about five volts, so it's very easy to, you know, to lose the signal. And once you do, the uh, thing goes back into limp. Okay. Having said that, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We have a crown question. Okay, perfect. Yes. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with more of your calls right after these messages. All righty. Garage doors wide open. They Look. are. And we got John and Milton who's got a question about crown. You promised you we would take the crown question, Dave, yes, after I the did. break. So I John, promised, I promised, I promised. John, go ahead. Yes. It's your time. Hello. Hi, how are you? How are you doing, guys? Great. Good. Listen, um, we've got a 2010 Dodge Journey, mm -hmm. and uh, we had it uh, undercoated when we first bought it. We bought it brand new. Mm -hmm. And they said after five, six years, you should maybe go and get crown rust-proofing underneath mm -hmm. it. Well, who did it initially, though? No, uh, it was done by Chrysler. Okay. And they suggested you, know, you go to Crown car, after? I don't know who they took it to or if they do it themselves or whatever. Okay. I think that's done in-house. I think it's a dealership does it in-house. That, yeah, that's, you know, it's part of the package. When Alrighty. You the car sort of thing, they're trying to push everything else on you type yeah. of thing. Nonetheless, my, my question is, how many times do I, do we do this every year? Crown? Yes. They, they'd say every year, but actually I do it every two years. Um, you do it every two years? Yeah. yeah. What happens is, one, the chemical actually displaces moisture. So whatever is inside the panel, it displaces the moisture, but it actually seals the oxygen off, and that's the secret of the product. So when it dries, it is actually a coating inside the, the doors and in the the, pan, the pillars and things like that. Right, but the problem is, is see, there's high traffic areas. For yeah. example, inside the wheel wells and mm -hmm. part of the underframe, um, you know, the, the splash of the water and the salt and the snow will eventually wash off yeah, so the rust protection. So this is why it has to be reapplied. Yeah. So, okay. I, and I, and the other thing I should add is that I I move about four cars. I drive about four cars in my, during the year, mm -hmm. so uh, all of them don't get a lot of driving. So that's why I do it every two years. But um, okay. I have the authority to give you a fifty dollar off coupon if you want to try it. Well, I I've got it done, and I just wondered because well, I sent too late. a letter to remind me, you know, that <laughs> it's time for uh, do it again. Because yeah. I had it done in December, and they're mm -hmm. sending me something in May to remind me that it's due for a crown application. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to do it more than once a year. No, no more okay. than once a year. The other thing is, if if you had it done December, uh, December's a really busy period for them. Yeah. Right. So if you're going to do it again, I wouldn't. I would probably move it up maybe to November or, or October, and then you're set. Yeah. And then go on that cycle. And if you hang on, uh, Sebastian will get your address and everything, and I'll mail that coupon out to you. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. So it's you'll get fifty dollars off whatever. And then that's not. You know, it's funny. It's it's what's one hundred and thirty bucks or something for a van. And it's good yeah. protection, especially on yeah. John's vehicle. There, they they are prone to rust too. Eh? Especially are on they? the underneath yeah. where the brakes are, they have this computer for the ABS. And it's hanging under the floorboards, and all these pipes go into that thing, and all the wiring, and it's all exposed, and it's, it's a good protection. It'll save you money down the road. Well, that's good to hear because uh, I've got another Chrysler product. It's a caravan, and it's rusting like mm -hmm. the Dickens. It's a mm -hmm. 2006, but yeah. it runs at first like a kitten. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's a problem. You know the way they build them. It's they build a world car in Canada with all our all our corrosive stuff we use. It goes pretty bad. We're the Rust Belt. All so right. hang on a second, and we're going to get Sebastian to get your information, and I'll get Paula to send that out to you. All right, we're going to the beach now. Yes, we're going we're to the beach. We're going to go to Chris in Innisfil Beach. Chris, how are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? Great. Good. Which way is the wind blowing? Uh, from the, uh, it looks like the east. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. What does that mean? It I, means it's a storm coming. Does east? that mean it's good for fishing? Yes, sir. There you go. Is that true? This afternoon, so. Perfect. What are you going to catch, pickerel or uh, bass up perch, there? Perch, perch. Oh, I'm just going to go for whitefish. Oh, really? Because bass isn't for another another two weeks, isn't now it? You're in Lake Simcoe, right? Yes, sir. So east, you're going to get a storm? Well, if oh, it's north. I don't know. Well, it doesn't rain today, so I can finish cutting the grass and get out there this afternoon. <laughs> All right, super. You got a question for us? It's not the garden show here. It's a, a 2000, uh, 2006 Dodge minivan, Grand Caravan. It's all rusted out like the last guys? Pardon? <laughs> the last colors was all rusted out, but go ahead. <laughs> it, yeah, it's rusted out, too, and it runs like a top. There you, oh, same car. Same car. Rusted out, but it runs great. Your question well, is? It has the same problem. Over the last little while, I've started losing things, like my power windows don't work anymore. My blower fan comes on strong and then goes weak. The horn doesn't work anymore. So I'm thinking it's a grounding problem. And I went to one guy. He told me it's a body control module. That's yeah. right. Yeah. He's right. Another guy, another mechanic guy, a friend of mine, and he tells me that the uh, the, the uh, circuit board that's underneath the uh, by the firewall that holds like the, uh, all the major components, uh, you know, yeah, but that units that, and stuff like that. He says that he thinks that's the problem. Yeah, but it's the same part. That is the body control module. Yeah, don't you guys have one on your car? Every car has one. I thought you have one on your actual. Yeah, body. it sort of looks like a fuse box, but in fact, it's the body control module and. Uh, you got to buy one, and then the car has to be programmed. It's a bit of a yeah, pain. Yeah, you got to remember that the way it works now is they give you the part, and then the part has to be programmed to operate with your vehicle. So you got to walk in with your serial number, and then they'll program it for you. Okay, so you, that's what you believe it is. is yes. The body control module. Yeah. Yeah. Very common. If you just Google it, you'll see. Don't it, don't even go to the records. You're gonna have to buy this from dealer. Yeah, I was going to try and go to a wrecker, so. No, they can't. Uh, the, the, the dials on the dash, the dashboard, body control module, and the ECM all are pertaining to one serial number uh, and are coded. So you can't just swap them. It won't work. Okay, thank you very much. All, all right, right, lots of luck. Good. Thanks. Catch it. Take care, gentlemen. Hang Catch on. a big one, and don't forget your life preserver. <laughs> Always. Hang right. on if you want to uh, go to dinner with us and come down to the studio. Um, Sebastian will take your number and uh, we'll go from there. We've gone from lunch to dinner. He's or bringing lunch. his own it's fish, lunch. though, eh? Well, you know, listen, if whitefish is great, but you can't do bass for their two weeks, otherwise actually, they take your cottage. You know, we used to do breakfast. Is this another story of yours? It's a fishing story now? Didn't you do breakfast? Din- Where's the audience? <laughs> <would be quiet? laughs> breakfast, dinner, and supper. Wasn't that what we used to do it? Or was it breakfast, lunch, and dinner? No, it was always brunch. We did brunch. <laughs> Somehow, you have to guarantee the audience, not this audience here, but the audience out there, that lunch is not going to be the uh, McDonald's at Walmart where you're going to take them shopping afterwards. Well, we can do better. Steve doesn't show up. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I haven't heard that line in about 20 minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. We're talking with Such you. Such a jerk. Unbelievable. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, yeah, that's true because I'm the boss. Alrighty, are you? You keep telling yourself that or what? <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. I hear some music. Yes, music is up. That's the end back. of round four. <laughs> <laughs> Who's <Yeah>. winning? <laughs>
All right. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. And uh, your calls are welcome. So the lines are ringing. Uh, an interesting story. Two guys, a father and a son, are, are looking for places just to change the oil in their vehicle. And they come up with an idea where you drive a car in on the second floor mm-hmm. and you're in the basement changing the oil and filters. In other words, you don't, there's no hoist. Mm-hmm. All right? And they start this company. And the company is called... Mr. Loop, and we've got uh, Bob Anderson with us, who's the VP of Operations. Bob, good morning. How are you? We're on? Got him? Hello. Yeah. How hello. are you this morning? Very good, thanks. Good. How Interesting story. Canadian company uh, started, what, in 1984? 1976. Whoa. 41, 41 years ago. <laughs> Man, tell the story. Uh, Clifford Geese and his father, Arnold. Yeah, very interesting story, and uh, I think you already mentioned we're a Canadian company, which uh, garners a little bit of surprise uh, to most people when I tell them that. And as I mentioned, it started in 1976, and uh, the story was and goes, uh, Cliff and Arnold Giese, uh owned a business which required vehicles to be out on the road, and uh, they were actually waiting for one of their vehicles to have an oil change. And the problem was uh, it was actually off the road, so um, in for repairs and such. So they uh, had to book an appointment, uh, basically wait all day. And as they're waiting for it, uh, Cliff and Aaron come up with this idea that, you know, there has to be a better way Mm -hmm. of servicing my vehicle. It's just an oil change. So they uh, advised this plan to build this multi-level store uh, in Edmonton um, and started uh, uh, doing oil changes fast and convenient with no appointment, which... Really, at that time, in 1976, uh, there was nothing of the kind, and it was basically the genesis of uh, a new industry for the quick loop. Now, the, the reality was that the innovation here is that the car went in on top, and they had another room underneath the car where they would store the oils and do the servicing. Exactly, yeah. It's a multi-leveled uh, building. One technician would... Uh, working in the basement in tandem with the technician working upstairs, talking to the customer. The customer stays in the car, which was unique for that particular time as well. They got to see the service being right in front of them. And really, at that particular time, we were doing oil changes in less than five minutes uh, wow. with no appointment. So, you know, the thing is that uh, it grew like well. Really well, loved it. And, and well, certainly oil changes are things that people need in their car regularly. I guess before that, you either made an appointment at the dealership and the car sat there for the whole day. Yeah. Or you took a chance and went by your local garage. But in most cases, you know, you're only looking at a two- or three-bay garage that had cars on the hoist that were waiting for parts and whatnot. And the nice thing about the lube is that it really only is a, a five- or ten-minute procedure, and you can get them in and out quick. Exactly. Now, the other question I had was, now, basically, you can do about four or five cars at a time. So, like, Saturday is your busy day. So you basically are spending, what, half an hour there in and out, and you're gone? Yeah, half an hour would be at the top end of our service time. We, we do more than just little changes. So every once in a while, a customer will get another service that we provide. But uh, our average car times across the chain, across the country, are about 21 minutes. So you can expect to be in there rather quickly. And uh, we do a lot of stuff up front to help with the service time uh, go by faster, like a free coffee, a newspaper and such. Interesting. Uh, and you do stock a lot of other parts too, correct? You have like air filters, pollen filters, things like that? Yeah, we basically do all the preventative maintenance that you would find in your owner's manual, like oil changes, air filters, cabin air filters, wiper blades, headlights, uh, uh, the whole gamut of preventative stuff of and, the repair side of the business. So how does a company like you, uh, which relies on, on oil changes being done on a frequent basis, cars nowadays are coming out with oil changes like once a year. Right. Yeah, that's the question. Uh, interval, oil interval uh, increases, and yeah. uh, it, you know, 
15 years ago, this was starting to become a, an issue out in the, on the marketplace uh, in terms of extended life. The last, uh, let's say the last four or five years, our frequency has stabilized somewhat at about uh, 8,000 kilometers per oil change. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, it, it hasn't gone up sharply like it used to. Uh, one of the things that uh, we're seeing up there, and I'm sure you guys know this, is that uh, the manufacturers 10, 12 years ago were putting out these uh, quite long interval lives, 24,000 kilometers in some cases, and we're starting to see uh, them put out uh, memos uh, kind of clawing back that interval. So, um, you know, hopefully that, that continues to stabilize, and, uh, you know, there's lots of cars that are caught on the road uh, service so yeah they're lasting longer obviously right so uh lasting longer, yeah. right now i gotta be uh, gonna give you a rose here since 2002 mr lube has been a charitable foundation raiser or fundraiser for multiple sclerosis which is an outrageous disease you've raised over one hundred sixty thousand dollars. congratulations that's really nice very much yeah we just had our uh, last drive uh, two weekends ago at the mother's day and uh it's one of our three major national uh, charities that we um put on throughout the year. Fantastic. I love that stuff. So if we want more information for your company? You can go to www.mrloop.com. And the whole story is there. Stores. Yeah, you know, but you know, for your Wikipedia, it's a better story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true. fascinating story, and I'm so pleased that it's a Canadian company doing well in the, in, in the market. Actually, one of the dragons is one of the owners. That's right. Yeah. The RCMP guy, I forgot his name. Jim Trilliving. Yes, right, right. He's an investor yeah. in your company, which is which can't be bad. Oh, it's good, good PR, and uh, well, like I said, it's a good business. We have 170 locations and growing across the country. So One near you. Bob, thanks exactly. for calling. Thanks for well, joining thanks us today. Guys. Okay, that Appreciate was Bob Anderson. He's the VP of Operations of Mr. Lube, and we'll be right back with a surprise, surprise, surprise. Whoa. We have what a winner he? for the contest, and I got a hold of her this morning, so we're going to talk He's <laughs> speechless. Is Come that on. a surprise? Take us out, Gomer. <laughs> well, about uh, three months ago, two months ago, we started a contest, and we went to our sponsors and said, uh, what can we put into this contest? And they so, put it together an amazing package. Yeah, they really did. Um, we supplied a trip to Las Vegas for two mm-hmm. and a hotel room uh, for a couple of nights. Uh, we went and I contacted a company in Las Vegas called Dream Racing, and they supply Ferraris. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take you to a class. You go to class first to learn how to drive the vehicle, and then they loan you a car with a driver, and you get out on the track and you do your thing. Uh, make sure you take your, what do you call it, airplane sickness tickets. <laughs> gravel. <laughs> yeah, gravel. Put a patch behind your ear. <laughs> yeah, anyways, that's it. Then uh, the folks at Salem gave you a, a set of tires for a car or light truck, mm-hmm. and uh, the Crown folks would uh, give us uh, rust-proofing, and um, we had, we kicked in... Um, lunch, dinner, yeah, breakfast. Yeah, lunch and dinner, right? And the guys from Lant helped us put this all together. So we have a winner. Uh, it's a double-blind. Uh, the way it comes in, we pick a, a, a random number, and whatever is on the list... As so this isn't one of your relatives or somebody who operates or works no. for the radio station? So I phoned Michelle Sandler this morning. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? Good morning. And she was all excited. She didn't believe me. She thought I was selling something. It's <laughs> because <laughs> you usually are. <laughs> so congratulations, Michelle. You're, Thank you're the you lucky so winner. Thank you so much. I was just shocked this morning, but I'm, I'm so, so, so excited. I can't believe it. So I you, never win contests, so this is unreal. And you don't need your ducks cleaned, right? No. <laughs> uh, if you're throwing that in, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is, I, have to, I told her this morning, but you have a year to use this. It's, mm. it, it's, it goes to May 18, 2018. Yeah. Plus, you can't stay in Las Vegas for a year. So no. You say, okay, okay. Uh, you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll fly down whenever you want. I guess You'll have to talk to my boss about me staying there for a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, being there for a weekend is almost like a year. They it's never true. stop advertising, and, and, and it's a lot of fun. It really is. It's get to stuff. drive a Ferrari. Ever driven a Ferrari? No, of course not. That sounds amazing. Because we, we sort of heard that you, you may have a bit of a heavy foot. <laughs> um, I, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's so exciting. I'm really nervous already, but I, I can't wait. I, oh, it's good stuff. I think they limit your speed. You can't exceed 150 miles an hour. Oh, really? Well, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, what they do is you go in there and you go to a class. They teach you, the drivers will teach you how to handle the car, how to operate it, uh, oh what, the, what, the, what the lines you're going to take on the track. Sure, because it's All a right? high bank oval. It's not something you would yeah. normally do. It's a NASCAR track. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they suit you up in a driving suit and the gloves oh and the whole bit. And uh, away you go. And they're brave enough to get into the car with me as well? Yeah, I think they've seen it all. <laughs> yeah, you oh, sit, my God. You sit next to them. You sit next to them, and they take you around the track a couple times. Yes. And you can have your choice of colors of suits. It can be uh, chartreuse. It can be pink, black, <laughs> whatever matches you, you, know, you, you like. And then they take you around, and... Uh, it, the first winner we had last year came back, and he was ecstatic. Yeah. Really? I think he bought a Ferrari. Did he? You may have I'm talked to her boss. Uh, and she drives a Hyundai, by the way. And so uh, we're going to get a set of tires, maybe winter tires if you need them. We'll get that for you. Absolutely. We'll get it rustproof for you. And then you can come down to the studio and join us here. And yeah. uh, you can see we you can. Is that before she goes or after? Because I'd rather her come after. Then we could hear the stories. Yeah, yeah. we could talk about it. That's cool. right. You'll come into the studio. You can tell your story. And then we'll go out for lunch. Oh, my God. You guys are amazing. Deal. Thank you. Okay. Absolutely. So, Thank you so much. Uh, we'll contact you on Monday with all the information, and away we go. Las oh Vegas. Oh, my God. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Don't, don't forget, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the parts I mentioned to you guys later. <laughs> Perfect. Looking forward to seeing Thanks, you. Thanks, sweetie. We'll be in touch. Bye-bye. Great. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Fantastic. Isn't that nice? Yeah. What a nice lady. Yeah. It sounded great. Very good. And she just lives down the road here. It's amazing. But really? you, you yeah. gotta take her out for a nice dinner. You can't take her out to you know, where you usually go. Oh, <laughs> I'll bring lunch. <laughs> All right, right after we're gonna take a break. Right afterwards, we're gonna talk to Pat, who's got a problem with their Subaru, and uh, more of your questions as well. Well, this is Nace Corner Garage. We'll be right back. I'm so happy for that young lady. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, just before we get back to the phones, the future of transportation is an event going on at the uh, Markham Fairgrounds, I think. Mm -hmm. May the 29th to June the 1st here in the Big Smoke. Well, um, no, it's in Markham, actually. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, the EV evolution. Man, they all blend together, Markham. And don't say Big Smoke because, you know, I hope nothing happens there. Uh, yeah, that's right. So there's speakers. There's uh, all kinds of stuff going on. And uh, I'm going to head up there on Monday morning and see what's going on. So It's primarily about electric cars, is it's that It's right? about electric cars and mm -hmm. what's happening to the industry, the fact that batteries are getting cheaper. They predict that by 2025, electric cars will be cheaper than gas-powered cars. Really? Yeah. You see, the company is a company called Switch, mm. and they will come to your place with basically a charger if you have an electronic car. Oh, and yeah. they will charge your battery up overnight or however long it takes. Everything's coming to your door. Advantage, yeah. Advantage of owning a house. <laughs> and, and that car will probably drive itself anyways. Yeah. So anyway, I was just going to give you the website, which is emc-mec.ca. Okay. Let's go to the phones. We're going to uh, talk to Pat, who's got a Subaru and the light's flashing. What's going on, Pat? 
Uh, the light's not flashing. It stays on okay. all the time. All right, okay. Then. And for the last eight years, every time I had the omission test done, I had to pay quite a sum of money to get it. To shut off. Pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 10 days after, the light goes back again. So I do nothing until now. It's coming up for another omission test. So is there any way to get away from this? No, unfortunately not. Um, in fact, it's getting even worse because in the past, like as you say, um, you had repairs done. Now, were you getting conditional passes? Were you were getting real passes? Do you know? Uh, no, real passes. I paid to have the light taken off because it bothered me. You know, I, I mean. So of course, because you want to get it repaired. If what were they telling? Was the repair? What was the what was the problem for the light being on? What was the cost? Yeah, yes. no, 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 not the cost. What the was the cause of it? What was cause, making yeah, the light the cause, come on? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I just said, you know, the first time it happened was I have the car. It's fourteen. It's fifteen years old. It's an old two. Mm-hmm. So it didn't go on for the first few years, yeah. and then about I'd say at least eight times I've paid. Right. Well, unfortunately, you see, they've changed the rules. So now you're going to be going for a test. If the light yeah. is on, you will be able to get an, um, a conditional pass. Right, but only okay. one. But only one. You won't be able to do it again. So uh, This is the okay. last it, kick at the can. You pretty much got this one, and then you've got two years to uh, figure out what, which yeah. car you want to buy next because it's time to re- retire that car, unfortunately. So no, what, no, no, no. Don't say that. <laughs> well, here's what they're going to tell you. you yeah. You're, you're going to get one more conditional. After that, you cannot get any more conditionals. So you oh, have I, to either repair the car so those lights stays off or buy another car. Yeah, and see, what it comes down to at that point, Pat, is this, for example, if you need catalytic converters or something big like that, you're going to be There's looking no value at there. a value of, that's going to be worth more than the car's value is by the book. As much as you love your car, what's the mileage on it? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Are you an idea, Jackie? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a lot. Go, a lot. Let me tell you something. Car. Well, you know what? They are good cars, so it's not going to be your last car, Pat. My so philosophy, I'd go buy another one. Uh-oh, Pat, philosophy. Here My goes. philosophy is, at this stage in our lives, now is later. So yeah. buy yourself a new car and go crazy. Or better yet, go lease, <laughs> go lease a real nice car. Yeah, 200 bucks a month, you have a car. Yeah, it's a good advice. Yeah, right. go to go to leasebusters.com and you'll see all kinds of cars there. Yeah, if you go on that site, you'll see like if your budget's three hundred a month or something, you punch that in, and all these these phenomenal cars come. Exactly, out. you may yeah. find yourself a lightly used car that's maybe only two or three years old with lots of life left to it. Yeah, and you don't have to own the car; it's really buying transportation. It's quite a saving too. What you know? advice from two Boy. astute gentlemen? There well, you this go. is my first time to call in, and I really enjoyed talking oh, to you. Oh, super. All right, you too, Pat. Thanks for taking the Pat, time. hang on. We're going to get your number, and then uh, one, of the, one of the callers today is going to get uh, lunch with us. and come. Maybe you should just give every caller lunch. <laughs> There's enough room in the studio. How many people can we get in here? We'll have to lose the audience. Well, hey, listen, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad we back away from a Big Mac. I have to go to White Castle and buy a bag of burgers. <laughs> oh, those are great. <laughs> Especially late at night. You, you come guys out going, are terrible. Yeah, I'll so. go to White Castle. You enjoy it. Uh, Another story from Dave? <laughs> Dave's corner story. I here. am almost speechless because the show's almost <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm going to my son's house for a garage sale, by the way. That's great. Give his address up. Make more money. All righty. Um, I just want to remind you that Crown is having their wash for her wish. Mm-hmm. They did over $60,000 last time they did it. They washed over 4,600 cars. What's the date? Uh, June the 17th. Am I right? Yep. June the 17th. Uh, just take your car in there. It's, it's for a good, good cause. Take the Jeep. 
I'm going in topless. I've had well, it. Well, let's not go that. <laughs> car, the car or you? The car, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you could probably do both. <laughs> but it's a great cause. Every every um, uh, outlet for Crown actually gets involved. They, um, all the money goes in there. And that's the other thing. All the money they raise goes to the Wash for Wish. Mm-hmm. There's no expenses in there, no, no uh, uh, you know, chargebacks and stuff like that. Maybe I'll go down to one of the locations and phone in. Yeah, I'm going to, either that or I was going to do that too. No, but you'll be topless. Alan so you'll will scare be here. people. Alan will be here. So I think I just want to mention that's a good cause. Yeah. And um, there's a lot, another article that you should know about, which is about Bosch. Mm-hmm. Robert Bosch is is the, one of the oldest and largest suppliers of electronics for vehicles. Well, they make computers, those special computers. They make everything. You know, like you go and you see an electronic <laughs> oh, they, they for a car. They make dishwashers and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So Robert Bosch uh, is is being dragged into these uh, lawsuits. Right. So the last lawsuit that's going against General Motors trucks mm-hmm. is Robert Bosch and General Motors are co-defendants in the lawsuit. So they're being dragged into this. Is it? But you're talking about the diesel scandal still. Yep, mm-hmm. diesel scandal. This is something that's not going to go away. It's like they they found another Donald Trump. I mean, the bottom line is they want to pick on somebody. So this diesel business is a good way for they get the government to pull in some money. I imagine the bigger they are, the harder they fall. That's exactly right. Okay, so that's it. That's a show, and uh, we talked about Mr. Lube. Want to thank Adam? Uh, sorry. Oh. No, there's no lines are gone. Oh, <laughs> scare people away or what? You've run out of things to say. This is impossible. No, I didn't run out of things to say. Go ahead, Alan. <laughs> you know, I, one of the things I do want to talk about quickly, we talked about Mr. Take your Lube. time. You know, Mr. Lube was on, on the phone with us, and we were talking about intervals, you know, and how people, the manufacturers have extended them. And people think that that means you can ignore the car, and they're not checking things themselves. Yeah. Um, and we had a vehicle in this week. It's, it's actually still sitting at the shop. It looks really nice, but unfortunately it needs a motor because the, oh. the, uh, the people didn't check their oil, and it ran out. And uh, now we've got a car that maybe would have been worth five dollars $6,000, but essentially is going to the record now because it's not worth, it's not worth fixing. No. Now, there is an article here about autonomous technology. Everybody's talking about self-driving cars. And the reality is they don't really think that's going to happen now. Now they're sort of backing away from it. <laughs> they changed their mind. Yes, but but everybody's competing for it. But it's going to happen in trucks mm-hmm. because that's where the need is. So it's going to basically what we're going to see is there's a five-point introduction of this technology. We're apparently on point two now. Mm-hmm. And what they do is trucks on major highways where there's nobody else around, like mm-hmm. they're just following each other, they'll be using this technology. So the driver, it's easier for the driver to do a long distance. Interesting you mentioned that because if you go on Tesla's website, yeah. they are already testing trucks, light trucks. Yes, exactly right, yeah. And in uh, Holland, or sorry, Sweden, they've come up with a autonomous garbage truck. So it's, remember when I was kid, when I was a kid, the guy used to come deliver milk with the horse. Mm-hmm. And he Holy used to, right? God, how old are you? <laughs> Older, younger than you. But you're Anyways, right, and the horse remembered where to stop. Right. The horse would go to the next stop. Was the then, horse called and, Ed? Uh, I don't remember the name of the horse. <laughs> but, but the bottom line was that the horse knew where to stop, and at the, at the end of the day, he did all his deliveries, and the horse went back to the thing. So it's the same idea with this garbage truck. He pushes a button, and it goes to the next house and stops. You know how they could do that? They put a computer chip in the garbage can. Put a computer chip in the horse. <laughs> 
No, he drops computer chips. Amish. Oh, <laughs> there's a, there's a, I can't tell you the story. Guy's got his hair hand up the back no, of the room. No, you just don't go, 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 go Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for calling. He's got his hand up the back of the room. Stop talking. We got to go. This has been Dave's Corner Garage. Drive safe, everyone. We will see you and next congratulations, week. congratulations, Michelle, on winning the contest. That's it. Have a great day. Keep the shiny side up and the greasy side down. See you next week. Bye Look bye. out for the horses. Oh, here comes one right now. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.